Hi crew and welcome back to the Booacast. It is your host here, James Rankin, and we are back in 2022 with a bang. We have a great episode for you this week. Myself, Jamie and Gillian sit down and we talk about all things goal setting. So we dive in initially with what our goals are or our primary goal each, um, how we choose them, like how we narrow this all down, um, pitfalls we encounter and have encountered in the past so we keep an eye on it going forward. Then we distill down what we think the best practices are or the best methods to go forward and stick to your goals and actually achieve them by the end of the year. As always, if you enjoy the show, please, please, please uh, let us know, tell a friend, share it with someone you care about. And the more people that know about the show, the more people that we can help. Guys, I hope you have a great week and enjoy the show. Hey, crew. Hello. Good morning. We're going. We're going. We're just yeah, going let's do for it. it. Okay. okay. First podcast of 2022. Yes, yes. Yeah. We've got Jamie. Yes. We've got Gillian. Hello. And we've got me, <laughs> James. James. <laughs> it's me, you're just James. And we're going to talk about goal setting because January 2022, um, it's something that we've all done. You've set some goals. Yeah. You've set some goals. Yeah. I've set some goals. And we imagine that, however many people listen to this, mm-hmm. I've probably set some of you as well. So we're going to talk. We have a couple of points to cover. I think the best place to start is just if we talk about ours. And the process around it, and then go from there. Sounds good. Cool. Who wants to go first, Jamie? So, what do you want to know? Everything about you. <laughs> okay. Go. Your goals. My goals. Your top goal for twenty twenty two. My top goal. Yeah, number one first. Uh oh. Uh, you saw. Remember the post you posted um, on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Goal. The the wins. The goals. I was like, the wins, the lessons, and the goals that we usually do. In the members' form. In the members' form, yeah. So the top one for me was make more connections with more people. That was it for me. I know I noticed last year and the year before, I, my job has just got me stuck more in a laptop. Yeah. And I'm trying to say, like, I've loads of work to do on a laptop. It's shit. It's, not, it's the last place I want to end up. But So I'm like, if I have to put a goal down, it's got to be to get out behind the screen and... Um, talk to people more but it's also something I'm realising that over, over the years I've made so many good friends here so many good connections you can kind of get stuck with the old connections and then you realise there's loads more new people coming in all the time that you can get to know and could be like lifelong friends Yeah. so I'm trying to just open my mind up to making those new sort of relationships as much as I can so I'm just trying to be conscious about it yeah. um, that's probably the top one you know it's exciting. I feel like that that's something you started to attack before the new year. I've seen you actively get out of this mm. room mm. onto the floor more. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. True, yeah, true, true. Um, it do, I tell you what, Lisa, I just have my laptop open at home more. <laughs> that's, that's the problem, <laughs> right? You already know the reason, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get the balance, you know, yeah. and it's probably just efficiency as well. I like can work faster, work better, so you can put the laptop away quicker, yeah, you know. Um, but it, I, I find it exciting because it's like, um, it's what makes the whole job more enjoyable and more appealing is doing it with people. And you get more more varied people, so I'm, I'm buzzing, yeah. So are you going to keep yourself yeah so here's one of those goals so you talked about the balance how are you going to balance it yeah 
I don't I don't have a strategy. <laughs> That's the problem with it. That's the problem. It's like setting an intention. Yeah. But it's not really a goal that is like it's definitely not smart. It doesn't fit this specific, measurable, attainable, all that stuff. It doesn't fit that. Um, but I'm not good at that goal setting anyway. I'm generally not good at making something like I in preparation for this, I looked through that post and just read everyone's goals. Just to see the different variety of them. Did you steal a few? (laughs) I didn't steal any. But it was interesting just reading the different types. And you can see the personality types of fits. Like Christopher's goals are like sub-19, 5K. They're so specific. Sub-39, 10K, 100kg snack. He's smarter, yeah. It's just like outcome defined, yes or no. It's like that. Whereas I know for me, I'm much more process goal. Like it's where I default it. I kind of define where I want to end up and then I default it, right, what do I need to do today to move towards that? So I'm right into the process as soon as I can because um, I, I actually know that the, the goal ultimately is going to change. It's not going to stay the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's a flag in the ground way off in the distance. I'm like, I'll move towards that, but I know it's not, I'm not going to end up there, but it's a direction. Nice. So that's kind of how I use it, you know, yeah. and then it's all like, then it's, day to day, day to day, day to day. And I spent the whole two weeks of the Christmas week, that whole period, really figuring out what are the day to day stuff we need to do differently. So that's that's where my goals go to. Definitely not smarter. <laughs> which which might, might not be great. You know. You'll find out. <laughs> yeah. You'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Giuliano. Yes. I've never heard anyone call me that before. No? And I have to say... I get a new nickname on this podcast every time. <laughs> what, was, what was the last one? <laughs> Christopher called me Fenners. I know Fenners, people on the floor yeah. call me Fenners. I'm like, I oh, it's am terrible. not okay with this. Christopher's great at making up nicknames. Shit, he's terrible. Oh. Uh, me, what? I don't like... Taco. So You've I'm looking list. at a list in front of me. Yeah. There's like, I've got training goals and then I've got life goals. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to read them all out, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my main priority is. I think I've got one underlined, right? Yeah. And it's probably going to surprise you. It says more adventures because. Ah. So I had this conversation with somebody a couple of days ago, and I was in the middle of my isolation, and kind of it kind of depressed me a little bit. I was like, "This is really sad." <laughs> <laughs> someone asked me. I was like texting someone, and they asked me. They're like what was the most exciting thing you did in 2021? And like, it wasn't in the context of job or like, cause obviously starting here yeah. was probably top of my list of things that happened mm. in 2021, but I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, there was I was like, there. didn't get on a plane, didn't like, I climbed a few mountains. I was like, didn't surf, didn't do any of this. And I sat there, I was like, shit. Like, that's not what I want my life to be. Yeah. And like, cause I've always had big, like, moving abroad or like traveling and stuff like that and I just haven't had anything like that in the last year and then I just sat there I was like that needs to change that's important yeah. and then the next morning my sister walked into my room and was like well she walked to the door of my room because we were isolating and she's like do you want to go skiing and I was like yeah okay I'll go <laughs> there's the universe talking to yeah. you if so, ever yeah it's, it's weird wow. isn't it? that's deadly mm. so when are you going skiing in nine days nine days booked it yesterday can't wait. Deadly. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. they let me on the plane, we'll see. They will, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a chat, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I see on your list, James, on that post you had, get on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. And my list was go on a motorbike adventure. Adventure, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Uh, it must be um, a post mm. 
pandemic because, an yeah. urge to get out into the world again. I haven't like been on a plane since 2019. Yeah. And that was, the f- I'd say, since I was like definitely 18, I was somewhere every year. Like most years I was somewhere a couple of times a year. So it's been like two years of no travel, which yeah. is weird for me. So yeah, yeah let's change sure. that. Yeah. So, uh, so when you say adventure, go on, tell us what, what have you got something in your mind uh, beyond skiing? I'm interested. Um, just like the weekends, right? So like, it's not like I finish work and then I have to tra- like train, drive home. It's not like I'm planning loads of midweek things. It's not. It's just not feasible. Mm. But I enjoy my life midweek, so that's fine. But like, say on the weekends, instead of being so focused on, I have to do this to be ready for work on Monday and. Oh, I'm a bit tired and I need to train and do this. It's like if something comes up that means I miss a Saturday session or a Sunday session, I'm okay with that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, for sure. I mean, the whole point of training the gym is so that we can yeah. do things outside the I gym. Mean, it's right? like, I've, got, like, yeah. I've got yeah. other, so there's like at least six hikes in the year because I need to set something that's specific. So I'm like, at least every two months I have to climb a mountain. Yeah. It has to be a different mountain. I'm doing that that's this good. weekend. What's your top training goal? Training go mm. my top one or yeah. What what's the one? I don't know what the top. The most Here, you you said in the post that you want to compete this year. Yeah, yeah. So on the list here. So that's on your list. Yeah. So then the training goal is towards that, is it? Yeah, and then I was actually meant not meant it, but I thought about just taking that one off straight away. I was going to do a competition at the end of the month, but because I had COVID and I'm going to be gone for a week, I've decided that's not smart because I'll come back after a week's holidays. And then be straight to competition, so I'm not doing that now. But it's compete at intermediate level. I don't mind if it's teams or individual, but I've done scaled competitions before, and I've never been confident enough to be like, oh, I'm going to do intermediate. But this year, confident or not, I'm like, I have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you go through a process then? You know, like I'm thinking about the the, the process of thinking about the goals. You have a long list. I do. <laughs> and, and me and you, James, we talked about this podcast saying uh, yeah, we yeah. should get Gillian on this. I had, this, I morning, had this list yeah. before. About, yeah, I had the list before I was asked to do this podcast. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're always setting goals for yourself. You're really good at that. Yeah, right? I'm not always achieving the goals. Yeah, but there's because the list is so long. But, but there's an optimism to it. I think when you're always yeah. setting goals and there's a hunger to it, it's like I want more for myself. Hmm. And um, do you, I'm wondering, do you find it difficult to narrow it down then? Because if you've got a competition, intermediate is a standard. Yeah. Then I need to figure out what is it that gets me into that intermediate standard. Like, do you do that? Um, I have done that before. Like, I did sit down um, with Jack before, and we went through like the dashboard, mm. you know, the like the comp- so the intermediate standard, and like figured out the holes. And then he like gave me plan. He's like, you need to work on this first, and then this. And then there's kind of, there was like, so it's toes to bar and handstand push-ups were the two that I need to build on. So we kind of set like handstand push-ups first and then toes to bar because I was closer to the like number of reps for kind of to be a complete intermediate athlete. So my biggest thing is gymnastics that will hold me back. Like I have the weights and I have like a decent fitness. That's the gymnastics stuff. So I'm like, like if you look at the list here, most of it's gymnastics. So go on, go. <laughs> just, just, just rattle down through them. Okay. Uh, well, there's some weightlifting ones because I just because you like, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that makes sense. 
<laughs> yeah, so one bar muscle up by right. the end of the year. But I'd set that goal last year. Okay. I just didn't, I didn't train it uh, and just thought it would magically happen one day. Like it was on my list last year, but I never checked back on the okay. list. But I'm actually kind of working towards that now. So one muscle up. Uh, this is very optimistic. 60 kilo snatch. But I... That's that's not optimistic for it, you. For What's a, your snatch? From hang. No. no from the, the floor. He, the, the heavy, <laughs> what's the heaviest weight you can put overhead in one go? In one go... From the so floor. from the hang. Yeah. From, oh, from the hang. Heaviest. 56 and a half. So how's 60 optimistic? <laughs> because in, in my head... Four because in my head it has to be from the floor. Yeah. But uh, it's... Uh, yeah. 60 kilos from... If I have in brackets beside that, from hang is fine, then I could do that. By the end of the year. Not right now. Okay, okay, so yeah. 60 kilos snap. Six kilos I think snap. myself and James both agree that's not optimistic for you. I think that's, that's more like a March goal yeah. for you. <laughs> the open, right? Yeah. yeah, that's more like that. Oh, well, in my head, it was from the floor. It was like proper standards. Okay. Then 80 kilo squat clean, and I have squat clean, but it also has to be from the floor because I can do 77 and a half from hang. Sounds like you need to work on your first ball, right? It sounds like <laughs> That's why I'm coming to class today. Uh, then optimistic and I was going to when I heard I was coming on the podcast these were meant to be secret goals that nobody knew about you brought um, me on the list yeah so I, and I was going to change the list last night I was going to maybe put take some reps off there and then it's more achievable <laughs> but uh, 10 toes to wear the yeah. most I've ever done is 4 and like that's like you know if all the stars align and yes. I'm just super mobile I can maybe do 4 but 10 is optimistic but I think by the end of the year it might be possible uh, 100% oh another one it's not gymnastics it's do Fran because I've been doing crossfit oh, for three years I've never done you've Fran you've never done Fran yeah. oh that's nice I don't I don't care about time I just want to do it at yeah 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 maybe today feel it uh, 10 handstand push ups to a flat surface legless rope climb and then compete at an intermediate competition those were the things. Yeah. goals there's a nice mix there isn't it yeah I had a good think about it I had a lot of yeah. time on my hands so that's it's really it sounds like a fun training year yeah, yeah. when you look at it that way yeah like there's some boxes to be taken. There's a lot of var- variation to it, um, but yeah. I do think, like, when you've got a list like that, yeah, the problem is distraction, isn't it? Because you can make <laughs> you can do a little bit on something for a while, yeah. and then something else becomes like, oh, yeah. that's more attractive to me now, yeah. and then the other thing recedes a bit, and we lose the yeah. momentum. So, like, and I've had this conversation with Christopher recently, and this and this probably should be in my training goal. It's not my other list of goals uh, so we talked about the gymnastics thing and I don't know how it's not like he goes around asking everyone what they weigh but we had a conversation before and it came up about like we need to talk to his story <laughs> yeah, he's like sorry come in the door. how much do you weigh no we had a conversation we were talking about gymnastics and I was like it's I find it very hard because I'm so heavy and he's like you're not that heavy and then I told him what I weighed and well he was shocked like it's basically the same as him and he's like six foot something and I am not and I'm like a female but for context, I've had a DEXA scan and my bone density is like much higher than it should be. So, wow. yeah. Where's your so, DEXA scan? Uh, you see. Classic. And you've got lots of muscle in you. Yeah. yeah. You're but I'm also, yeah, so I, we've decided that for my gymnastics to improve, a probably continuous goal might be to drop my weight. So, yeah, nutrition is always part yeah. of the gymnastics yeah. goals. So that's you always mind. think that when people come in, right, they mm. come in and say, I want to... You spoke about this recently. Yeah, you? I want to work on my gymnastics. I always think nutrition has to be yeah. one of the first things you look at and yeah. say, well, can I make it um, a little bit more achievable? Can I make my body weight easier to move through space? It's as yeah. simple as that. Mm. So it has to be part of the picture, mm. for sure. 
Um, yeah. So how do you like? Do you generally feel uh, find distraction from the goal an issue? Because I think that's a general. I do, and yeah. this is something that I've pondered recently. And then I heard on a podcast, and I've been trying to dial this in the past week. And it was when you set a goal, you have to, and if there's specific goals like around training or whatever, you have to simultaneously write down what you're willing to either sacrifice or just put on the back burner for a little bit. So at one stage, I wanted to get really strong. Hmm. And I was like, I want to triple bodyweight deadlift, two and a half bodyweight squat, and some other goals. I was like, in the meantime, my fitness has to take because I need to save some energy. So I just took a bit of a back burner and then pushed on. And then the same thing has happened whenever I wanted to get better at coaching. I let all my fitness, strength included, go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I had the conversation with myself of, this isn't going to be as achievable anymore. Therefore, not that I don't try, but back burner. And it was only recently that I copped on at actually writing that down and going, if this, then that isn't going to happen. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, shiny object syndrome, mm-hmm. a competition... I want to get better at gymnastics and then a weightlifting competition comes up and you go I'm just going to train for that because I love weightlifting and then gymnastics goes to the side and mm. that's what I've always done mm. so mm. now it's I'm writing down what do I mind if it doesn't what's the cost of it yeah. the cost of if, achieving it, that it, it might actually get what do I not mind getting a little bit worse this year because this gets better instead yeah Mm. It's a very enlightened way of living, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's hard. Very, it's, it's hard, yeah. Yeah. But if everyone could do that, it'd be amazing. That's yeah. that's really effective. You can see how, like, mm. right away, you can say, "Now I've made peace with the the thing that I can't make progress in, or I have to let neglect for a while." Mm. But, but that, that's bloody difficult. But it's a good habit. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to be able to do it, but mm. I'm actively <laughs> working towards it. Yeah. Definitely, because mm. I I know what I want ten years down the line. Yeah. other stuff just isn't as important but it's almost what's interesting with goal setting for crossfitters because it makes us good at realising that we can't really work everything at the same time yeah. unless everything is already at a really high level yeah. like there are people who have you know really high numbers across the board mm. they can keep edging everything up but most people have one glaring weakness <laughs> and then one glaring strength mm. and we're Perhaps. always drawn towards the strength always yeah. You know, and I, I always think like with your goal, Julian, the, the um, gymnastics, mm. it's so much more difficult yeah. to make it's, progress. Yeah. Be, and I think it's I think it's a lot to do with if we have a strength goal, we can do some work at a kilo, do some work, and we get the feedback of the work actually. Instant. It's like uh, I made some progress here, mm. and the work is worth it, so I'll do some more. Yeah. Whereas going from no toast to bar to six months later, still no toast to bar. It's still like it's stuck, but you maybe have gotten faster, more flexible. You've made, moved ninety percent towards it, but you still haven't gotten there. Like you did it. Yeah. Do, do you I know? I found that very hard to toast bar because it like if I looked at videos, I'm like, oh my feet are getting higher, but I'm like, it's still zero toast bar. It's still like yeah. I can do one yeah. really shit one, but it's still zero if I try to string a set together. But it doesn't feel like the same progress. Yeah. yeah. It, it, doesn't. It, it doesn't give. It's it's very different than the last three months I hit. Four, ki- four one kilo PRs mm. four PRs rather than my feet got slightly higher this <laughs> is not the emotional response you want from it um, but that's so this is for me it's like that the, the toaster bar is the outcome goal can we always keep going back to a process goal mm. and it is the goal that I do X amount of work on it 
X amount of times per week for X amount of weeks, then you're like, then I just trust the process works. Mm. And then, then if the win is I got this, the work done mm. more than I got to the toast of the outcome. So I, I just think for me, there, that, that's where I default it most of the time, where it leaves me as fuzzy in my goals. Do you get me? Like I don't mm. have as clear, like you see Christopher's goals, just so clear. Yeah. And then you can really work hard at making it happen. You can do all sorts of things to track the progress and say, am I there? Like he can knock a minute off his time or whatever, 90 seconds off his time at a go. Um, but having, for me, it's like, okay, get back to today. What do we need to do today and tomorrow and the next day? You kind of, ha- you're kind of like, I think the goal has happened. Yeah. Do you know? So it's, well, that's that James Clear atomic habit stuff, isn't it? It's what are the have the big goal, i.e. the big clean or the toaster bar, and say like, what are the three things that'll get me closer to that goal, and then do I need to do all those three things all the time, or do I just need to do one today, one tomorrow, one the next day, and cycle it right that way. Mm. So it's like one of my goals is. I want a double body weight clean. I want a 140 kilo clean. I think it would just be... That's my only training goal this year. And I'm like... What's your clean before now? Uh, 132. What do you think is that now? I want to hit 130 today. Right. Okay. I've hit 120 twice in the past four months. Mm. From that. And I'm always better from the floor. Okay. So you're not too far away? No. So, but... 130 to 140 is like... Why not 150? <laughs> well if you let me finish that sentence 130 to 140 okay. is such a big jump yeah yeah. it's and it's double body weight so it's like it's in the back of my head all the time yeah. whenever I that pick up that bar seriously impressive yeah. yeah so for me I'm like I need to make sure that I'm doing not only the clean days but when's this coming out tomorrow is 150 wall balls for time yeah I need those days yeah. I need mm-hmm. to have it in my legs to get up to the 140 and not get tired. So I need to have the endurance as well. So I know I need to do that and that. And then I also know, because I said to you earlier, when I get fitter, I get stronger. Mm. Every single time. I don't know why. I don't know how. Mm. It doesn't make sense. But if I get a faster 5K, 2K, 1K on any machine or outside running, I get stronger all the time. If I have a goal that I'm working towards as well. So I know that I need to do the cleans. I know that I need to make sure that I go into intense, heavy, high rep leg days. And I know that I need to work on my fitness at the same time. So remember you said earlier about the, um, like writing down what will this cost me? Mm-hmm. Like because uh, it always costs you something to focus on something. What do you think the cost will be? It'll be my gymnastics. Because right. I'll neglect them. Okay, so you're just gonna you're gonna say I'm gonna let them slide a little bit. So if you're gonna take a rest day, it'll be on those days. Is that the way you're gonna think? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Right. If I because I know the, I have the advantage of knowing the programming as well, right? Yeah. Because we go over it in the meeting. But if I see that there's some sort of intense day with a lot of gymnastics in it that I could do with working on, mm. but then the next day is also heavy cleans and or snatches or something I'm going to prioritise that day over the one before mm. so yeah I'll let it slide there'll be days where there's lots of wall balls or lunges or something with pull ups deadly I get them in that way but yeah I'll definitely sacrifice those days so uh, and do you think with your experience right you've been doing this a long time so do you think in your gut you're going to need at some point to do some extra work on it or is it going to be cross through your class up your way to 140 I'm going to class my way to 140 oh well I don't have the I don't have the 
the time. I don't have the sacrifice to do the extra work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. part of the sacrifice is I have to do classes, mm. and whenever I'm in the class, it's head down, do the work. Yeah. So part of the sacrifice might be a little bit of fun every now and again as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Where I have to just take it a bit more serious. Mm. That's my only training goal this year. I want to it, it, it's it's amazing. We just watched the nine thirty a.m. Jillian, you were coaching it. We were watching yeah. from upstairs the people lifting, and people pr after pr after pr, and we're saying yeah. like. It's so fun. It's so fun to be in the middle of it. Like I, had, I was at five thirty in Salvage this morning. Like between five thirty and six thirty, I think seven people did P, had PRs this morning. And some of them are technically better, so their technique got better. Some of them have just gotten stronger. Some of them, the front rack, uh, front rack position just clicks. I've just seeing the progress is amazing. But it's also we're saying that traditionally, people go to weightlifting programs and say, I need to give up something I need to get focus really intensely on this linear or step progressions or whatever whereas it doesn't seem to make much sense but if you do some wall balls and then you do some rowing and you do some cleans and then you do some squats in a week people yours keep rolling in I've found that the most bizarre thing since I've started (laughs) training like in classes with Bua because I've been on like like programming before so I've done, like, during lockdown, I have, like, a gym set up and I've been on, like, two hours a day, three hours a day for a long time and I've never seen as much progress as when I was, like... Like, last year, I kind of decided coaching was my focus and if my training took a back burner, it took a back burner because I just didn't have the time to put two, three hours a day. But all of my lifts have gone up. <laughs> every, like, everything yeah. has gone up and I found that so bizarre. Yeah. And, it goes against what we get taught in yeah. school, right? In, the, yeah. in our college, about all the sports sciences, you need expo- all these different that things. That all comes from a bodybuilding background as well, doesn't it? Because that, that was the that's what really pushed health and fitness into the public sphere. And it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and people like that. And they do clear linear progression because they want, they just want muscles to get bigger. Yeah. And to do that, being able to track exactly what you've done to then match that or beat it next week and do that and that 100% works for hypertrophy every single time yeah and then exercise variation is the the non-constant it's the variable that you add in yeah whereas we have all the variables (laughs) but we're not no one's no one's coming here to look like a pro bodybuilder and if they are it probably isn't going to happen yeah pro bodybuilder is not what we're looking for No, no at all but if you want to get stronger fitter and healthier I think that variance. I think the fact that you're not so focused on just trying to do the same thing is a big factor as well. So yeah, like I've been around um, elite level, um, let's say elite level, say international weightlifters who train weightlifting. Like back in the day, in when it was CrossFit Swords, there was a co- there was a coach who used to train uh, and compete internationally, um, and. The program that she was on was like three, three and a half hours a day, but um, rarely finished the whole day. There was so much in it and um, missed so many of the lifts because the, the percentages were so high. It would have taken a really unhuman level of like discipline and emotional strength to get through the sessions. And lifts just slowly receded over a year. And while people around her were in classes and just numbers just mm-hmm. magically going up and up and yeah. up I do think it's it's part that 
like what we what people call, think is a, a long warm up. Yeah. <laughs> is is the sharpening up of the technique? Yeah. Your movement be- gets better, and you have some real focus on how to do it well. Yeah. But then that variation, like Louis Simmons, like variation is the key to the strongest people in the world, right? And it's it's not random training. It's that variation, but get like hitting all the different patterns. If you hit a pattern over and over, and like sometimes fast, sometimes slow, sometimes medium, it's going to get stronger. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So with goals, so yours will probably be a bit trickier. No, it might be a bit easier. How are we going to stay on track properly? Like, yeah. So um, staying on track. It's a good question. So if you want to. Yours might actually be a little bit easier. You just have to make sure you're on the floor every day, not coaching, like interacting. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if if I take um, so, I've a, my second goal is starting to prioritize my own health and fitness a bit because that has Hooray. that has taken such a hit in the last year, and that's work pressures <laughs> and health issues, like literally, genuinely not being able to train because of uh, health issues. So it's directly impacted. Now, for me to get to that. I need to clear three or four obstacles from my life. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to deal with that first. That will calm down. Then this, there's three or four layers of it. So I'm dedicated to clearing the obstacles more than I am trying to like just start tomorrow and that's it. Mm-hmm. So a few things I need to get done first. So um, f- for me, it's always like, am I focused on the right things? What's the most important thing right now? And for that goal, my first thing is like get my work schedule under control. Yeah. And I'm working really hard at that at the moment. So if I'm if I feel like I'm focused on the right things, then I'm pretty happy. Do you use any level of accountability with that? Yes, I've got I've got a group of coaches who and, and I out loud say, "Here's my issue, lads. Here's what I'm neglecting. Here's what I'm fit to be able to solve." And they challenge me hard on it, and it's brilliant. Yeah, because there's a level of trust that we do that for each other, um, because they get it. They're also in a similar boat in some ways. Um, it's no different than. Say, if, if I take my training and life hat off and think about the business side of things, like this place, I want it to grow because we've just expanded. We've got room to grow into. I think if I focus on the goal of saying, well, here's, like, we want 100 more people training here or something like that, like a very definite mm-hmm. number. Uh, if I focus on the goal, I'll end up doing so, all sorts of tactical things to try and bump that number up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You get tactical about it. And there's a certain amount of that you need. But for me, it's like, well, what's going to get it to there? It's the quality of training. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. So it's supporting you guys in your coaching. It's making sure that my coaching is always improving. It's our people being talked to enough, being supported enough. If people are making progress, they can't show up about it. Yeah. And it'll grow on its own. That's different than saying, like, let's take out a float in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. <laughs> like you're saying, <laughs> like, like, let's do that. And then 100 people will join. <laughs> You know, like that—that's another way yeah, to get there. People join, but ninety people will leave. Exactly. Does yeah. that, and it doesn't like the, the St. Patrick's Day thing doesn't improve the service. No. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so I'm just going to be planning our float for. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's why I end up saying, "What do we need to do today?" Well, let's get back to making things better, uh, rather than being focused on the hundred people. The hundred people will happen if we do it right. You know. I like that. What's your plan? Are you want to stay on track? Um, I have too many goals at the minute to stay on track with mm. all of them mm-hmm. so I've kind of my focus for right now is the weight loss thing mm-hmm. so tracking my food I started that again 
yesterday. Nice. Because I could like so I was in isolation. So I was being fed what my family provided to me for me. So that was kind of not really much of an option. Um. So like. Good solid Cal- farm food. Not even. I actually feel like I was neglected for <laughs> I was talking to Sheila nearly every day. She's like, if they started feeding you, I was like, no, my family ate me. <laughs> oh. um, but so, like, kind of the things I can control is I can control the food I put into my body to control my weight, which will help with my gymnastics. I can't guarantee that that's going to be the secret to everything, but I think it's going to get me closer to my gymnastics goals. Then I've like, I was talking to Christopher about starting a cardio program to run alongside that. Um, so once I get back from skiing, I'm going to start that. And then I have a person to keep me accountable. And I found that in the past that like, even if like doing programming and like say online programming, kind of knowing myself, not that like, whether or not your coach checks your stuff that you put up online, knowing the fact that I'm like, they could, I always did the work. Yeah. So having someone, like even if Christopher never asked me how's the program going, I'm like, he could, and he definitely will as well. But like, <laughs> he'll ask me every day. But I'm like, I'm going like, to yeah. start that. It's just the timing of it isn't right now because I have to like do a test and then work for like a six-week block. So I want a full clear run at that. So I'm starting when I come back. Mm. Um, and I think having someone... To keep me accountable and then the other thing is like well going to classes it's going to help with all of the training goals yeah. um the like the life ones are less there, there's not really mm. an accountability there like i've put some specific things down that are like not like the like six hikes or like i saw your post the other day so i have read three books and I saw you like read fifty something books last year, but three, but three for me is a lot because I don't really read mm. at all. That's where it starts. Um, right? Yeah, and like I have a nutrition course I'm in the middle of. Uh, I say in the middle of. I stopped continuing it with when I started working here, so I have until <laughs> May. There's a deadline on that, so I have until May. Otherwise, it's I can't do the exam. So there's certain certain things yeah. are like there's a clear and that will fit in with the nutrition goal right like yeah. that will yeah. all tie in so yeah. maybe that will motivate you to go back and mm. do that right yeah and um, but it's just like trying to find time to sit down and study so i like some goals are definable yeah. and then others are like they're kind of, i just think i think for me it's checking back on them because i think what happened last year was like because i went when i went to set my goals for this year i tried to find i thought they were in a note on my phone and I tried to find where my ones from last year were and I couldn't find it. Don't know where it is. That's how little <gasps> I checked back in on them. Like I knew in my head what some of them were, but I didn't have like, so now it's physically on a piece of paper yeah. in front of me. And the other <coughs> thing is, there's this person, uh, Sinead Hegarty has this thing before. It's like, say your goals out loud. And it's, and say when you asked me to come on to do this, I was like, no, I don't want people to hear that these are my plans for the year. But then I'm like, it's a bit scary. But it's putting it out there that like people not that anyone will but say like how's your bar muscle coming on or how's this or because I've said it so it's real yeah. and I think that helps I did that for the motorbike one you know the motor- going on a motorbike adventure yeah. Jose talk- asked me yesterday he's like, you, he's like me uh, what, what motorbike have you got I don't have a motorbike <laughs> <laughs> I bought a helmet and a jacket. Yeah, he came into Miguel and Diego. He's like, I bought a helmet today. And you're like, they're like, where's the motorbike? (laughs) Yeah. And that, for me, I'm like, I'll put that so on the back burner that I'm like, I have to keep saying it. Embarrass myself into achieving it. I do that sometimes as well. I'm like, if people, if people know about it, then I'm like, then you got to do it. I find if you say 
things off enough, <coughs> there's always going to be someone who eventually gets sick of it and goes, let's go buy you a fucking motorbike. Yeah. Like Miguel, someday we'll get fed up with you. Just gonna buy you tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, let's go look at bikes. Because that's yeah. happened to me in the past. Yeah. Well. People hey, are just dickhead, saying, go book your test. Yeah. Yeah. And do it now. Have, do it now. don't have the license yeah. for it. I have, I, I have literally... Okay, here's you what I've done. Helmet. Here's what I've done. <laughs> I told everyone two oh, years ago, <laughs> right, pre-lockdown, for my 40th, I'm like, I'm buying a motorbike. So everyone bought me gift vouchers for my 40th. Everyone did. And then the lockdown happened, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Have the vouchers expired? No, so, hence, okay. the helmet and the bike. <laughs> <laughs> so so I said, I'm going to start this process by going and buying and be the guy with the gear. <laughs> All the gear, no gear. I'm going to start oh. driving in in my helmet and my jacket and one Yeah, day. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it forces me to, now I've, now I've sunk in cost. Yeah. So, and, and I've put it out there. So, if I, if I can get on a bike before the end of this year and be driving around, my life is better. Okay. So, so that's the goal again. That's the end. There you go. <coughs> so here I've got a question before you move on from this okay go it still sounds like you have a lot of goals <laughs> yeah, right? no judgement in there no it's a, yeah it's a lot so I wonder for people who are listening who are in that boat of like I have a lot of goals yeah so is there a way that you can can w- notice your past tripwires of saying mm. I get distracted yeah and say that I will naturally probably set up too many goals yeah is there a way that I can say well I'm going to get if I was to prioritise top two and mm. I'm not allowed to move off them until the next two until I get them what would be the top two training ones um, the long pause yeah. I would say top two will be the toast bar and handstand push ups but they're also the two I'm working on okay so, so and that's the rest a Warren Buffett thing right is it he's like I think it's Warren Buffett write down your top 20 goals he's like now circle the top five and now delete the other 15. Right. Just focus on the five. Have the other ones there, but like, don't even think about working towards them because you can't do 20 things at once. Mm. Mm. You have to, here's the one thing, right, let's work on that this week, this month, this year, and then tick. Keep it there. Help that to transcend into the next thing. And then you go from there and go from there and go from there. Mm. And it is that prioritize. That's yeah. why my but, first, yeah. what was the first question of the podcast? What's your number one goal? Number one. Number yeah. one goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like my so, clean is a man. I have three goals. I have a work-related goal, a training-related goal, and a lifestyle goal. That's it. One of each. The travel, the clean, and then I want to make more of an impact via Google. Can I ask about that? Yeah. Because I saw that on the post. Yeah. And that sounds like a very... It's kind of loosely defined it is intentionally so, do, so we need to have a conversation around that more yeah. specifically yeah okay <laughs> probably off the podcast so do, yeah but, 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 but do I have you, ideas but, yeah yeah, yeah. Do, and do you have like um, an instinct about well yeah instinct number feels. one is this the podcast yeah okay mm-hmm. I think there's room for growth in that there's a a statistic of 99% of podcasts started don't make it past the 25th episode. Ooh, where are we at? We're, this is 14, so Oof. we still have work to do. That's, like, 25 is six months, if yeah. you do one a week, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then of the 1% that do that, 99% of those don't make it past 40, which is less than a year. Okay. Mm. So if you get to... Uh, so 41, if, we get where at least... The podcast. top 1% of the top 1%. Yeah. And it's like podcasts have got really popular <coughs> and it kind of feels like there's lots of noise out there, but there's not 
at all. So I feel like if we can get to 50 episodes, i.e. this time next year, then Impact will be done. Yeah. And it won't be finished, but it'll be, other things will definitely stem from that. And that's then where it gets really exciting for me. Because it's like, what comes from that? Like, is it YouTube? Is it something else? Is it something else? And it can be super exciting. So that's what, this is where I want to stem from on that side of it. And then the the obvious impact thing is on the coach floor. So so before we go past the podcast for a second, yeah. I've got, I'm interested now. And this probably shouldn't. <laughs> it's taken half an hour, attention. but now yeah. I'm interested. So, um, and I don't know if this is a question for the podcast, but here we go. <laughs> um, so what impact do you want to make with the podcast? Do you know? Is it, is, it, is it still settling down? I know from my coaching in the past that when I develop relationships and when I'm open and honest about me and my goals and what I'm doing and how I'm achieving and how life is going, that other people take it on board and when they implement it, they improve their life as well. So I'm always trying to get better. Like 2022, I just want to do the same thing again, but better. That's 2021. That's 2020, 2019. And I know that whenever I vocalize and verbalize and post on social media about that, other people, whether they say it or not, eventually something clicks with them and they take a, they take action and improve something. And that's the impact. Yeah. And that's where the coaching on the floor is the direct version of that. Mm-hmm. And then the podcast is, I can't sit on the floor and go deep into my interests on leadership or communication or philosophy because mm. it's inappropriate on the gym floor. It's not the time or place. But when I've, whenever I can do it here, someone might say something or I might say something when on the show, someone hears it and it sticks because that happens to me all the time. Mm. I forever listen to podcasts and read books and there's snippets. And they just stick yeah. in your and, and they inspire action, don't they? They Correct. inspire that's action. It. They inspire action yeah. and then lifestyle change. Life change. Yeah. And that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I know cool, yeah. to, to do that, multiple episodes have to happen. And people have to... It's that thing for something to click in the head. You have to hear it numerous times in numerous different scenarios from numerous different people. And then you go, ah! It's yeah. like whenever you host a seminar of gymnastics something and the coach will go here's what you do on Toto Bar and someone will go why didn't you say that before and you'll stand there and go who said that 18,000 times per class to you yeah and they're like nope well you just have to hear it and it goes and clicks every single time so that's that's the impact and it, the gym floor ties into this which ties into then having conversations with people kind of like you as well like off the gym floor mm. and kind of poking and going oh, what's going on why that how can we work on it as a collective and go mm. so that's it yeah very cool and getting the message because I've got a couple this week already of people going really good class thanks for the conversation mm. I'm going to do this one tomorrow and I know that in six months time I'll get another message going remember that conversation that's it from a real selfish perspective I'm like that just I get my rocks off that is Unreal. Yeah, yeah. That's why we do it. Yeah, that's why we do it. Awesome. Dead. How... So... 
going off the rails on goals. Mm. That happens. Yeah. And inevitably, it's a lot of the time because we have too many or we're too vague. Yeah. <laughs> so what makes a Google? Like, does it need to be smarter? Like, is Christopher doing this the best way where he's like, I need a sub-19 minute 5K? Like, it's 1859. Mm. Is that the way to do it? And he probably has, he has a running program where he's like, on Mondays I'm going to do intervals and Wednesdays I'm going to do whatever. Yeah. Is that the best way to go about it, do you think? I think the research says both the research like so I remember when I was sitting in a lecture for the sports like masters it was uh, one of the le- one of the opening things was goal setting doesn't work and they presented loads of uh, research to show why it doesn't work very well and then they presented all the research that says why it does and it needs to be smart and it needs to be specific all, all the things so there's kind of both um, and I think if you've got a very clear um very clear outcome goal like Christopher's one then it's easy to incrementally move towards it I'll give you an example here we had like I've done 10 year plans for the business 10 year the business is running 10 years <laughs> so like and, and it, that's a very far away but it's it's that it's that BHAG is what they call it big, big hairy audacious goal that yeah. fucking thing oh. right so I've it, never heard that before yeah it's so it's, um, it's the biggest most crazy thing you can think of like where would I love it to be? The way I thought about that one was, if you offered it to me now, I'd bite your hand off first. Right? So, like, and that's 10 years a long time to say, well, yeah, if I could give that, I'd definitely, and if I had that and nothing else, I'd be happy. That was the flag in the ground for me. Then, I set from that a three-year goal mm-hmm. to make sure in three years I need to be here as a jump-off point to get to the 10-year one. Because mm-hmm. three years really is then foundation building for that. And you've moved the whole thing in that direction and you've gone gain momentum. But there's still seven years of work to do. I've gone from three to one. So it's a twelve month and then quarterly. Right. So mm-hmm. that's that's really like traditional goal setting. Yeah. Very far away, and then you build the process backwards, reverse engineer it. And um it, it comes all the way down to weekly then, a weekly goal. This week I need to do this because at the end of the quarter I need to have that. And it was pretty effective. When I I, we, I did it for three or four years, pretty effective, um, but you do end up getting quite tactical. So I think it dictates then what the process looks like. And um, as I said earlier, I much more preferred now to try, try and build a process that's rewarding, that moves me in the direction of the thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think maybe it depends on the goal, maybe it depends on the personality type. Yeah. Uh, but some goals are probably better suited to mm-hmm. that. Just I just need to. Because I looked, it was interesting, I looked through that list of goals that we had on the post, and there's like, you know, 40, 50 people on it, and um, very few of them fitted smart, very, like, three or four. The rest of them all had some general vagueness around them. Mm. I don't know if that's a bad thing, because when I look at the goals, like, that's a good goal for that person. Now, what they do about it next is, like... Yeah, so, like, I think... I'm under no illusion that the what, 20 things on the piece of paper in front of me <laughs> that I'm going to hit every single one of them yeah. this year. Like, and I've kind of, I've made them some of them more achievable and some of them are a little bit out there. But it's like, I think having something in front of you helps with like, like the general goal. If you look at everything there, it's for me to progress. Yeah. And whether I get the specific numbers, if I'm working towards them, mm. I think that's okay. And like. 
it doesn't have to be like like Christmas has, he's like three really specific goals I've got like ten specific-ish but like if I say if I don't get ten toasts forever I get eight toasts forever that's eight more than I could do a year ago so it's like yeah. I think having something in your head that you're like kind of working towards but the process itself is going to progress you along further I think that's why I have such a long list because and I, and I, I think what like as a coach I'm sitting here listening to your list right I'm yeah. going <laughs> I want to help so bad yeah. right and that's what our job naturally forces it's like okay how can I put some structure yeah. on the process mm. I think it comes down to structure mm. doesn't it like if we have a goal like that it's like what's the structure look like how do I get it into some sort of weekly habit, weekly action that has a start, middle and end to it? And I think that's where most goals drift when the structure is not in place. And often, you've already hit on it, you need some some help, Mm. some accountability, someone else to say, do you want me to put some structure in that for you? Yeah. Or with you? And I think that's that's the key to the rails. You know, like, falling off the rails, I I think of... You know the the behavior the behavior change cycle. You know that thing. You there's a, like a you decide what to do, then you prepare, and then you start taking action. Then you go into a maintenance phase, but there is a relapse phase before you start again. Mm. And it's good practice to put the relapse into your plan. It's to say, I know I'm going to fall off the wagon with my handstand push-up plan. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. So what am I going to do when I notice it's happened? So there's like an inbuilt. Mm. reaction to that so I, I think most of our plans all fall off the rails and I think it is having a pre-prepared saying let's not overreact to it and get too disappointed and have that be the trigger to do something to get me back on track yeah. mm. right. something that's really helped me with that actually is defining my own values mm. and knowing what's actually important to me because a lot, a lot of the time in the past I wrote these goals but they were there were things that I really really wanted it's because other people had said it and I was like yeah I like you and I like the thought of that Mm. I'm going to do it too whereas now I'm like I know I need to work on my gymnastics as an athlete but I don't really give a fuck what I'm like as a competitive crossfitter anymore but I love to clean Mm. love it so I want a heavy ass clean and then I want to go travelling because having just had a baby it means myself and Jill don't spend as much time together alone if we go travelling straight opportunity there we already have two trips planned we just need to finalise dates and talk to Christopher and confirm time off but like we know where we want to go and how we want to do it and that's because it's important to me and then the third thing that's important to me is my work and so those three values for me like my training my relationship with my partner and my child is obviously important to me as well. <laughs> I don't know if I need to have goals for Paige yet um, or for me and Paige, but, and then for my work as well. And it's just those three things are what I think about all the time anyway, so it keeps me on track so much easier. But whenever I kind of go, yeah, I like this and I like this and I like this and I like this, it inevitably kind of just strays away from things that are really fucking important. Mm. So that's what helps keep me from falling off the wagon as much because I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to stop wanting to be successful in my job mm. and I'm not going to stop wanting to enjoy spending time with Jill and I doubt I'm going to stop wanting to be really fucking strong yeah so that 
that's what helps. That's my, um, what do you call those Your things? Guardrails. Guardrails. Yeah. Mm. They keep me there. And I could have other goals, mm. but I know I'll fall off the wagon and I don't know if I'll be able to pull myself back again. Uh, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Here, because I, I guess I can relate to that. Yeah. That sounds like probably what goes on in my head too. Something like, um, I know it's important. So if the specific goal moves around a bit, but it still okay. really aligns with what's important to me, it's all right. It's, big, it's like, okay, that's all right. I can deal with that because that fits in just as well mm. as the other thing with my values. And that's where my energy is going right now. Yeah. So let's r- round this up. Because it was such a clear conversation, <laughs> not rambling at all. No, even a little bit. Um, I'm going to put. You might have this question prepared already. If you could advise others to select a goal and how to stay on track with it, what would you say? Am I going? You have a prepared. Yeah, yeah let's go. Uh, so, the first thing I would say is to have like a good hard look at yourself in if not in the mirror but to decide what's important to you like what you're like what you just said yeah. your three things and i know mine is like a massive list but there's a general theme for both lists mm-hmm. and it's like decide first of all what's important to you and i think i've already kind of realized some of the things that like if i don't achieve them i'm not i don't really mind yeah. so that was the first thing and then the second thing is to write it down yeah. because if you can see it if it's in front of you it's more clear the same like with my goals last year I did write them down somewhere but <laughs> don't know where can't find it now so like I now have something that I can refer back to and if I lose this piece of paper I've said them all on a podcast so I can just Spotify <laughs> 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 um, forever yeah and then third thing is to tell someone like to say it out loud or go on a podcast say for the world here you know so it's it, like it, it makes you it just it makes you more accountable if someone yeah. else like if it's in your head and the I was kind of hesitant to say some of mine out loud on this but then I was like if it's out there it's like it's there. someone knows and it's it adds more pressure and like I think in a good way yeah and like you know pressure builds diamonds so beautiful there yes. you go and then the last the last one is to assess your previous year because nice. when I looked back at 2021 that's yeah yeah it's yeah, really confusing isn't it so when I looked back at it it was I think it was that question that someone asked me that's why my biggest goal for this year is to like and it's not a tangible thing but the more adventures because when I looked back at last year like my work was really good my training was really good that was what was missing yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's good I, I hadn't thought of that one I like that yeah. like a review of what was missing last year yeah there we go. Came prepared for this podcast. Need, need, need to reassess. <laughs> I need to reassess. Yeah. Yeah. All that reflection, and I didn't think of. It. Well, one missing. thing I found interesting with the list, you know, the way you have a wins, lessons, goals. Yeah. I was like, I wonder, will any of these goals end up as people's wins next year? Yeah. And I wonder, is anyone's wins were any of them goals? Yeah. The year before. Yeah. Do you know that was yeah, that's an interesting thing? Right. That'd be cool. Wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 So what's if you do you have any further to add on top of that? I think oh that's really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what I would say to simplify it further, what I always ask a question, and this is a bit woo, right? It's like, <laughs> where's your energy going? Like what what is like energizing you? Yeah. Is there something that's getting you excited that you're thinking I would love that for myself? Sometimes we put obstacles in the way that's not attainable or I can't do it yet. But if there's energy behind it, 
it's very hard to manufacture energy yeah. for something. It's like if toast the bars are gold, but you yeah. fucking despise them. I do. Yeah. It's much more difficult to get yeah. into a, a sustainable really process. Yeah. Um, and it might be something uh, you know a bitter pill you have to swallow yeah. to just get to it. But if you're trying to set a goal from scratch, I always think, where's the energy at? So that helps me really define what really matters. And then this step two is simple. Find a co-conspirator. Find someone who can help you or do it with you. It's one or the other. And that and that would be that thing of just saying, I'm going to go to someone and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to go to someone who I think might want to do that with me. So there's another person. Having a second person, I think, is a game changer. Yeah. So that, they're, they're the two big things I'd go for. Dead. What about you, James? Um, advice for others. Yeah, kind of very similar to you guys then. It's figuring out what you actually care about, like what is really important to you. So that's the energy thing again. Um, I haven't thought about it that way. I like that. Um, I haven't always been someone actually who confides in other people with it. I'm kind of... Yeah, I'll just fucking yeah. put my head down if yeah. I want it I'll do it and that's how I like, that's how I know if I've picked a goal and I it's not really mine it's someone else's because I've spoke to you and you have that thing and I want to do the thing mm. whereas if I want something I'll go get it regardless but I, I can see the value in that yeah because do you know what I would say that I would say everyone is that way yeah and that's what, why I give that people that advice because I think it's the one thing that we don't do yeah that we should do like it's the reason we have a coach for instance that the coach is the person who puts the structure on it asks the question like you said with Christopher earlier the person who you can who you know is lurking in the background (laughs) there's a bit of accountability but then also comes in one day and goes no not that not that this one this it's the shortcut it's the straight to it so that's why I would urge people to yeah. do it because I'm the same I like to be in my zone it's all very quiet it's all very do it. you just go do it and then if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen yeah, yeah. so sorry that's my interruption that's all but yeah they, they'd be the values would probably be my main one that that takes me exactly where I want to go every time and as soon as I deviate a little bit I sap energy and it pulls me right back do you know what we need to do an episode on Defining your values. values. Because I think so many people hear that and go, I don't know where to start there. And for me, that was such a long process and a deliberate one that I had to go and learn about that uh, I would never have known. If someone had said it to me, I would have been like, I don't have a clue. I started with a list of 14. Mm. I had 10. I had 10 before I started here. And it was way too fucking many. And it was only that somebody guided me along the process. I read a book about it and I listened to something that I had to sit down and talk it out. That's something we should talk about. There we go. Next podcast organised. Amazing. Thanks, crew. No problem. Thanks, Jillian. Awesome. Thanks, Jamie.